0: Hey guys, welcome to Leaklets, the number 247th podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is hopeless. <laughs> hey, what's going on everyone? My name is Amin Khan and welcome back to another episode of The Leaklets Show by me, Amin Khan and your co-host...
0: Andrew Das. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This this is just going to show Continue.
0: No one can continue. Yeah.
1: Um. <clears throat> this uh, episode is actually... Uh, A bit of a serious one, so if you guys don't know, today is World Suicide Prevention Day, and uh, for that we decided we're going to be a little bit serious today and not just fool around. Yeah. Um. We were actually going to do an episode where we were going to just talk about depression versus sadness and then try to differentiate between both of them, but then we did so. For that episode, I needed to do some research work because you just don't go ahead and talk about depression and then get your facts wrong. So I messaged one of my friends who uh, has been suffering with depression and anxiety, uh, so I could just get to know what actually goes through their heads a little bit more. Is uh, eas- like just understand what's going on, and the kind of stuff that he told me um, made me change my opinion about uh mental health and depression in general before i was sort of like um it's just i in a sense i kind of assumed it to be people being lazy and unmotivated obviously i knew that there was very little that they could do uh but still um that was kind of there in the back of my head but now i kind of understand what's going on uh inside their heads a little bit more often and we decided it would be of incredible value to have him speak and answer some of our questions on the show. So, without further ado, please welcome today's guest, the editor for Leaklets. Leaklets. Jitesh. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello.
2: Hello.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, this is honestly so hopeless. What's up? This could not be any worse. Um, um, we can't blame
0: him anyways. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a
1: silent guy. And he doesn't talk much. Can you speak though like do you have the ability to speak yeah can you
0: like introduce yourself
1: like, yes. a- okay no okay uh, edginess aside mm. what's up just like introduce yourself and um talk about what you have i guess
2: um i am the editor for the weekly Podcast team that's pretty much what i do other than being in 12th in national public school uh, other than that i just do a lot, what is a lot more editing and digital art kind of stuff. That's the only thing I focus on, mm-hmm. pretty much all this time. Um,
1: By the way, can you I'd like speak up a little bit? I think it's a, it's hard to hear.
2: Oh, uh, is this better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, I'd say it's almost been two years since you know everything. Uh, all this, what to say. Anxiety and everything mm-hmm. started. Uh well, you know, nothing you can do you can't do much about it, but Yeah. You just have to live with it. I guess.
1: I know how hard it is for you to talk about this. So big big thank you to actually yeah. coming out and opening up on yes. a public platform like this. So yes, with respect. Um I've uh, so I literally was talking to you on Instagram just like uh probably half an hour ago or so Uh, and we had just a couple of questions that you know we were talking about just a couple of questions on Instagram and uh, we wanted to talk about them here because we felt that uh, not only like this episode is targeted not only at people who also face the same kind of situation that you go through but also that also people who like me kind of just um, assume that depression is a form of laziness or a form of inactivity so how does it how does it like feel for you to like like what goes through your head when you have an anxiety attack
2: um so everyone gets confused between an anxiety attack and a panic attack it's very common to get confused between those two but the main difference is that anxiety attacks usually I mean, most of the time have a reason because panic attacks just happen out of nowhere and they're much more severe, so I had to get that cured up. Secondly, um, I'd say it's just something that uh, really triggers triggers you. Suppose you have a phobia or social anxiety like mm-hmm. in my case. I'd say you just think about things that are going to happen anytime soon or uh, best example is just before the spot let's say. yeah so you just your mind starts to go blank uh, you have trouble breathing while talking uh, your, my hands tremor a lot uh, I think it's just me but I'm not sure about everyone else um, it's like what you say you just have like you start shivering, but you, do you like overthink? Overthink which situations can yeah, go wrong? A lot, a lot. That happens a lot. Um, what else? Yeah, pretty much. That's the main things. But uh, physical things. That's pretty much it. But like in your head, there's like a lot of things going on. You can't really like differentiate between what's happening mm. and like not, you can't con- concentrate on anything. Uh, sometimes speaking becomes hard to do, but. That's not much of a problem for me, I guess. Mm. Uh but especially the breathing part, because you start breathing a lot, you start sweating, how your heart starts beating really fast, then you just spiral, I guess. In man. worst case scenarios you just have a breakdown, but thank God that's not happened to me and I oh, hope it doesn't That's very happen to fortunate.
1: Else. That's very fortunate. Yeah. I mean I, I mean everybody like as hum it's a human thing to face anxiety. Uh, for us, of course, it's just like we think of something. Like, for example, uh, a very basic, very relatable exam. Is like an e- uh, example is like an exam. So we overthink what happens if we fail. What happens if we get scared during the exam? Like, uh, what can go wrong? But in our heads, it's 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 like we think about it for ten, fifteen minutes, and then you you switch our attention to something else. For example, might go to eat. We might sleep we might start studying or something and as soon as we switch our attention like our anxiety kind of goes away so does that happen to you or does it is it more like is it harder
2: to break out of Uh, it depends on the situation like if it's something like really really bad uh, it's really get hard to get out of it but uh, if it's like something like exam as you said uh, before the exam it'll be really bad, but when I'm writing the exam I, uh, if I'm doing really good or if I'm doing really good or something like that i'd say uh it'll start you know how to say, it'll start becoming lower and the, in- the intensity won't be as much as as it was in starting so but if it's like a panic panic attack mm. as i said it won't be like that. It just goes on for like a half an hour or one hour. I, I've heard people go for like one or two do, hours. Do you have panic, panic attacks? It. No, yeah. I, maybe once, but I'm not really sure of. But I don't want to go to conclusions about. It.
1: Oh well, that's. Well, I mean, that's so wait, when you when you when you go into these anxiety attacks, for for us, we just have like we we don't need a a a breaking mechanism to change our mindset. But I'm assuming for you because it's so serious, uh, you'd ne- you'd require something that would trigger you to break out of your state of anxiety. So, like, what are the kind of things that break
2: you out of that state? Um, it's in my case, I mean, I've had uh, I've had these anxiety things long before these two years. Like, ever since I was young, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't as bad as it is like in the past few years. But I'd say in the past year since I got my dog at home it's so much better when I look at him a little bit, it's just relaxing in a way there's something about having a pet that just relaxes you but at school or in your public uh, it's really tough to break out of there. that unless you have someone to talk to yeah no, that's, another home, good, that's another thing that's another thing
1: you're so basically like distraction of you like you you want to take your mind you want to think of something else instead of the the thing which is triggering your anxiety right
2: yes yeah
1: so that would be like your pet that would be i guess it's there's many people there's many things that people do so for you it might be pet and for somebody else might be like video games and somebody yeah. else like some people they have eating disorders as well so then to break out of the chain of anxiety yeah. they start eating And then that turns into like obesity and uh, other threatening diseases. Yeah, it gets worse and worse. And the thing you mentioned about opening up to a friend as well, um, I think for me when when I bet it. So you've told me that it's very hard to generally open up to somebody. Um, And then we see like people on Instagram and stuff would like put up stories of like memes and depressed memes and whatever, uh, and you wouldn't like some people get the hint but then they call it off as attention seeking whatever meanwhile uh, some people like just don't get the hint from uh you know whatever you post i think you, you said that you use um like memes and stuff to, to as a coping mechanism right
2: yeah it's pretty much like you can't say it to the you can't say it to everyone directly that's just going to make everyone feel uncomfortable about the topic yeah. So, if you make it into a joke, everyone will feel a lot less weirded out about it. So, that's how the world is right. Now, so.
1: Yeah, but then, when, do you feel like when you portray it as a joke, your message doesn't go across properly?
2: Yeah, but I don't really want anyone to notice me. So, that's also the thing. I don't really want anyone to be like, uh, you know, act differently just because I'm like this. That's actually that mm-hmm.
1: is such an important thing that you mentioned. That I think what you're trying to say is you don't want anybody to feel sorry for you, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: people so, gonna yeah, just be treated
2: the way,
1: way yeah. Exactly. You want to care. So, I guess it's like as a kid, you didn't like when you go and play football or so, for me when I went and played football as a kid, like the other people will be like, oh, just treat him differently, like be easy with him or whatever because he's uh, yeah yeah, and and, and, and just want to be yeah,
2: exactly.
1: I just wanted to talk about this one second, uh, so I haven't told anybody on the internet and I actually only have told a couple of my friends in my class uh, that uh, like about three weeks ago I tested positive for the coronavirus and the reason I didn't tell people is because the same reason that you just now stated uh, is for the people treating you differently because I, I, didn't, I didn't want people to keep messaging me and like um, and keep it, it, it sort of and it becomes uh it, it's nice that people want to check in on you but it, it it becomes annoying after some time like with the questions they ask and that kind of stuff as well as the fact that people just be like i feel so sorry for you when f- from my side i've already accepted the fact that i have a virus and i've i'm fighting with it and it's all going to be okay but then when someone comes and says i feel sorry for you it makes you feel like you have inherently something wrong about you
2: yeah that's yeah, exactly
1: exactly so next so this like,
2: is a it makes you it makes you sound like uh, mental health is a bad thing to have yeah When people actually start pitying you about it like yeah. mental illnesses it feels like a bad for example disabled people mm. when they treat to get treated differently like okay so in some cases uh, you know we have to uh, compensate you know I understand that but like some people I have friend uh, uh, in my old school he was uh, uh, he was autistic mm-hmm. he couldn't understand long sentences uh, easily so we had to speak him speak with him in like shorter sentences mm. uh, but some people took that to uh, more serious self just because they cared about him which I understand but they didn't even speak to him at all just because they didn't want to make him feel bad about it which uh, affected him really badly so like Treat him normally, but like.
1: Yeah, I understand what you're trying to say.
2: That's...
1: Like, uh, people, the, the intention is correct. That they want to just like help out. They want to try and do whatever they can. But then, what happens is it comes across quite the opposite. So, it's yeah. it's one of those things which gets overlooked, I guess. So, it's one of those things which the audience should probably pick up on when you're dealing with someone who you may think that uh has anxiety or or depression or something. Don't don't try to um don't don't feel sorry for them because uh, it's not going to help the situation. Uh and it it just puts them down even worse. Uh so yeah.
0: But but it depends. Yeah, just talk to the person make them feel better is just don't leave your small role, which you have in helping them, is can be a pretty big role. Just being sorry for someone, instead of actually talking to them about it, isn't the way to do things.
1: Yeah, and it's like yeah. one of those things which is like, I'd rather hear you vent for five minutes than attend your funeral. Like, I, like of, of course, in many cases, it's not suicidal, but you never know.
0: Yeah.
2: Better safe than sorry.
1: Yeah, exactly. And... Um, so yeah, you. Um, when it comes to depression, uh, do you feel like there's a solution to it? Or there's a point in time where you can break out of it. Definitely. And
2: it's yeah, definitely. really tough to get to that point. So uh, I'll agree with that. And and like it takes oh, Yeah, go Decades ahead. for certain people. A uh, couple of years for some people. Maybe a couple of months for uh, other people. It depends really. It depends on how soon they get the help. And you know how it is in especially in India. Yeah the psychologists are treated differently to normal doctors. Yeah. Just because you can't see the illness doesn't mean it doesn't exist.
1: Oh man, that's so deep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And of course healing is um is obviously a step by step process. So, I guess it, w- it would mean that you would take like small victories and small uh, pieces of success, I guess, um, a small like happiness and then you'd add it up and feel better, right? So, w- w- what is that in your case?
2: Um, I just, nothing, uh, nothing big like how other people would say it but personally, it depends really. Uh, how I'm feeling. So if it's really bad, I I usually don't. I can't get out of it. To be honest, but if it's like decent enough that I um, I I'd, I'd do something productive, and after I'm done with that thing, I I'd, I'd feel a bit accomplished. I guess like I've done something. Maybe I c- if I continue that, I'll feel better at the end of this. Yeah, so that's what keeps me going. But. On the worst days, uh, there's a lot.
1: What, nothing much what goes inside your head like on a really bad day?
2: Oh, a lot. <laughs> the, has it ever like escalated? It's really, it's really triggering. I'd say. And
1: there's like nothing you can do about it.
2: Um, i could but you know.
1: No, no, so what could it, you do about really it?
2: Yeah? Like at that moment, I really can't do about it because yeah. it's all like your thoughts you don't have, stop yeah, you from doing what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like your own brain is against you. You want to think mm. differently, but your brain does It's like you're not in control of your own body anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it feels at that point. But if you let it pass without doing anything serious or, you know, in some other cases, Suicide, so like if you don't do that it can pass in some time But it really takes a lot of willpower to pass through that. Yeah, that's very true I,
1: willpou- Willpower go is that Sorry
2: yeah, the people who go through that uh, pretty much every day I have like lots of respect because Yeah, from my experience, it's really bad
1: and i i remember one like when in our friends group we didn't exactly know that jitesh was suffering like this and one fine day he just messages us he's like uh thank you guys for your support and and like i couldn't have done this without you and at that point i was just like kind of shook i was just like wait what are you suffering with this kind of stuff and then from that point on it was like in the back of my head i was always like i'm not gonna say that i was always wondering about what you were doing but um Um, like it it changed the way that I perceived depression because as I said like I thought it was a lack of willpower or a lack of uh, a lack of what do you say courage or motivation to do stuff because for me I'm like a person who goes around does a lot of stuff positivity happiness yada 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 so when it comes to depression and like slowing down I usually don't take it in the most healthy way And this changed my outlook on things so much. And um, being that like positive friend and everything, I I asked this to you a a while ago. Would you rather have a friend that pushes you to do better or would you rather have a friend that just accepts you where you are?
2: Accepts you. It's really hard to find people like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's because... somewhat... Go on. I can't, you can't
1: No, no, no. You can't. So, like, it's it's because I, I guess in in their heads they just like. They, I mean, I think it's out of good intention. They want you to. It's because, obviously, to get to a point where you beat depression, you're going to have to do some big, big strides, and they want you to take small steps to do those strides. But I think what they're missing to understand is the fact that. Because your brain and your body is acting against you, taking those strides becomes ever so much more difficult and when that's the only thing that's being said to you, I can understand how it becomes very stressful.
2: Yeah, so if that's all I was hearing, uh, like, I mean, if that's all I had to do for, I'd say, a couple months, it would be a lot better, but I have school to work on, I have, I have I have to talk to my family uh, once in a while but I can't be social all the time because I just don't feel like it. Yeah. So everything, all this at the same time and I just don't get time to myself so it's really hard to do stuff like uh, what the people, what everyone says. I know it's out of good intentions but you know a, bit more, a little more I'd say. If they had a bit more knowledge about it, obviously they have not experienced it. And yeah, that's true. So I hope true. no one does. But yeah, and if they know it, you yeah, continue.
1: And so, like you, and so you said that you you do a you you require a lot of time to yourself um, to do all these kind of things. So w- what what do you do in when you have uh, free time?
2: Um it's it's mostly nowadays i just distract myself because maybe it's just me uh in just only in my case but i just distract myself to you know not think about uh everything that's going on in my head because when it gets to me uh when it gets to a point it really gets to me and i can't really you know mm. uh, what to say get out of it
1: so like you just end up on youtube or instagram or something like that right yeah yeah yeah
2: pretty much youtube or video games that's pretty much it
1: so just to um, just to, like quickly summarize so far what we've talked about um mental health isn't something that just can be solved within a matter of time it's it's a it's a long-term s- step-by-step building process that and in each step of the way um it requires a lot of willpower and uh because your your whole body starts working against you you require a lot of courage to be able to take that next step and go to the next place and as he said you require a a, a community that supports you like truly uh and and understands what you're going through first um so that they'll be able to like help you properly and and um as you said a lot of this activism and like speaking about it goes out indirectly so a lot of people don't understand as you said like with memes so that uh, the topic becomes more understandable and more it it, it, it gets toned down so people don't get creeped out at it is what you said as well as um, you require a lot of time to yourself in which you just end up distracting yourself from what you're facing so that you uh, like so you you distract yourself from what you're facing so that you can just avoid your problems for some time because dealing with them in itself is a problem. Um, and you mentioned things about your 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 pet dog and uh, things like that, which have helped you greatly through. Um, another question for you is: uh, Have you discussed this with your family? Yeah,
2: I was gonna um, ask that. Yeah, um, about that, it's very weird. It's kind of weird i'd say if, if you I've want to talk to about if sister. you don't want to talk about it, it's okay no 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 it's okay i can talk about it here uh, i've spoken to my sister about it but you know uh, she told me we we'd go to a therapist uh, after i'd say april but well april went quite differently than we thought mm-hmm. uh, all the coronavirus lockdown, everything messed it up we couldn't go out at all, and we still haven't made plans to go to a psychiatrist. Oh. Uh, whatever it is, let's just hope it goes well.
1: So you, do you feel like there's a, there's still a stigma at home?
2: Definitely. Oh man, that's... The news of, the news of, there was recently, uh, I think there was a recent, a person, uh, Committed suicide uh, because his mother told him to delete some video games. Oh, I know it sounds really outrageous, but uh, yes, that sounds really extreme. I know, but like, we really don't know what really happened. Like, uh, who knows yeah, how his mother, the mindset him. of the person, himself, or yeah. maybe as I said, what if the only escape from his problems was video games, and when that's taken away from him, he can't handle his life anymore. So, maybe so and we'll that, never know what happened so because of when that news came out uh people i know were like uh why is he so selfish why did he do who are mother i mean we hear that everywhere in india especially in india because the amount of stigma here especially like guys can't show emotions like how that doesn't make sense right yeah that's pretty much it. I mean. and
1: that so in
2: school yeah, in school, uh, once I remember, I think like I don't remember why, but I really had a proper breakdown. But ever since that, you know, everyone's really careful with me just because they uh, know that I can cry at any second, which oh,
0: is kind man. of
2: weird because they don't want to see me crying. And sometimes people have called me cry baby, or the so my people who I know, teachers have called me, uh, "Why are you crying like a girl?" Oh, so man. like no one, no one, no one can show emotions here. That's why it's like that. Man,
1: that is very unfortunate. So like this is this is what this is where the audience comes in. This is where the public. This is why we're doing this episode. Is because as much as it can seem that these people are acting up, they're dragging for attention. Like I, I at this point I don't. Like I used to think that half the people that were doing this kind of stuff were were, were cl- doing it for attention and stuff. But at this point, I I don't think I'll even take the time to analyze whether it's going to be for attention or not. If I can, I'm just going to dive into a conversation and try to help out, like or like get someone to speak with me or, um, basically, if you see any red flags, like, uh, go ahead and. Try to like. Once I just need to get my thoughts together because this is some, some real shit. Um, what I'm trying to say is, if you see any red flags with anybody, don't think, don't even try to like examine whether they're being fake or whether they're just sad or whatever. Like, do your do a little bit of your part. It may not seem like it's your responsibility because it's not your life, and you may not even be related to them. You're not, even, you're not even close to them or whatever. But honestly, like when you see someone breaking, like if it happens in class, this person's already scared shitless because um, they're they're breaking down in class. They already they're already thinking of a thousand circumstances that can go through their head, and you pointing that out that they cry like a girl or they 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 are a crybaby or they have no control over their emotions would just rub it in even like more deeply like into a wound and that would damage somebody really really badly so the next time you want to make a comment like that and i know a certain people would would like to joke about it and stuff and um i just want to say if you're making jokes like there's offensive jokes there's edgy jokes and shit but don't don't do it at somebody else's cost like have a laugh make jokes and and like but just don't do it at somebody else's ex- expense because you never know what this person is dealing with and especially now that you're not close to them they're not going to tell you what they're dealing with so just just be that little bit more careful when you um i don't want to say careful i just want to say um like I don't know. Andrew, do you think you can word it up better than me?
0: No, I mean, honestly, look, with anybody, you just have to be careful. Man. Don't make, don't get too personal with the jokes. If you want to, you can insult them, of course, but don't be too rude to them. Don't, because you, you, no one can ever truly know what's happening inside someone else's mind. And because of that, what they, what they face on a day-to-day basis, like, you can't, you can't really know what's happening with them. So you can't, be way too edgy or you can make edgy jokes, but just don't offend people in the process basically what I said. You mean like
1: yeah. you you can like, you can tell when someone's trying to be edgy, and you can tell when someone's trying to offend someone, so just yeah. don't try to make your gain your laughter at the expense of somebody else is what I'm trying to say and uh, if you can yeah. like if you even if you're not gonna help somebody, just don't be part of the problem yeah,
0: don't make it worse
1: yeah and uh
0: neutralized yeah and, and
1: and again with what jitesh said about people feeling sorry for people with mental disabilities like feeling sorry for somebody is literally the is it seems counterintuitive but it's it's one of the worst things that you can do because somebody's already feeling down yeah. and feeling sorry for them literally implies that they are missing out on something or they are lacking something and telling a depressed person that they're lacking something is is literally just Obnoxious.
0: The last, last thing to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when you say
0: when you, that you feel sorry, is this saying that there's some, like I know there's something wrong with you, which is something which depressed people do not want to hear. Depressed people, at least from in my opinion, they just want to hear that they got someone who can listen, who can just treat them as the way they were, without having depression as a factor to impact their friendship.
1: That's too Rajesh. Yeah.
2: Um I'd say like just if you're gonna talk to someone, if you can't give them advice about it, don't. Just listen to them. Let them have the rant. Let them get everything out of their mind. That's that's it. That's all you need. If so, you can't help it, that's just if you can't help them, please do. They need they'll be very uh, happy to know that there's someone there for them.
1: I I definitely think that would change up the picture quite a bit, and again, uh, Jitesh, will you be trying to go to a therapist or uh, treatment anytime soon?
2: Yeah, after lockdown or something. Yeah, I'm hoping so, but I'm not really sure.
1: So. Uh, I mean, speak to your sister. And I, it would be like it. It's probably better sooner, because I think with twelfth grade boards coming around the corner as well, like life is gonna get so much more stressful. And just like, if you ever have anything, uh, I'm like my yeah. chat is always open. You can always call me. I'm,
2: I just have.
1: Sorry. No,
2: no, no. Continue. Something. Yeah.
1: So I was just saying, like, if you're ever feeling down, or you go through an attack or something, and you just want to like vent out, or feel like, if you if you ever want to just feel accepted, or just something that would push you, don't be afraid to ask. I I think. That's the thing. Um, yeah. Like, with me, of course, you, you don't know about a third person. But I'm saying with me, in my case, don't be... If you want some positivity or you want me to say something nice to you or you you want, you want like, just... You, you want anything, just ask. I, I, like, I don't... I'm not going to take yeah. it in any other way. I'm just... I'm ready to help you. My chat, my phone is always open. You can call whenever you want. And, like, we can talk about it because... Honestly, I, I joined NPS last last year, and I have a very small friend group in NPS, um, and Jitesh is one of them, uh, and also an integral part of Leaklets. actually one of the most important part of Leakless, because he's the one who designed the logo, he's the one who's been doing some of the graphics for the posts on Instagram, um, and that kind of stuff. Very talented guy. So... Um, I really don't want anything to happen to him. Obviously, he's my friend. And I don't think anybody would want anything to happen to anyone no in general. And uh, yeah, with... And I don't know, man. This this has been so real. Like, again, thank you so much for opening up, bro. Thank you. I mean, thank you for listening.
2: I hope it helped I you never as well. I thought I'd do this
0: Yeah, I hope this made you feel more expressive i guess maybe i hope it helps do you feel better about talking to us about this you can be honest honestly
2: obviously just talking about it helps so much uh yeah just clears your mind yeah i think also like when main thing like when anyone open up opens up to someone i used to be like this i'm be very honest i used to be like this and i used to think they're just looking for attention. I used to think the same way. But after it happened to me, I realized it's not that. Even if they are looking for attention, as I said earlier, just uh, just help them regardless.
1: Yeah, that's a yeah, big takeaway from this. I know this podcast episode has been like really unstructured and like all over the place in a way. But when you're talking about something like this, there's a, there's like a thousand things that's going through your head. You have to be careful about what you're saying. You have to think about everything twice before you speak. Um, and uh, I'm not. I'm, this is, by the way, if anybody's watching this so far and then they've just got like an idea thinking that we're trying to gain attention, we're just trying to be like the woke group of teenagers active, like being well, activists. No, there, there's a group of people that are going to come at me and be like, you're just trying to be an activist. Yeah, right? You're just trying to gain attention or something. Trust me, like, this does nothing for us. Like, this is just. Because I wanted to know more about um, social anxiety, depression, and that kind of stuff, and I, I yeah. just like for the two people that will actually take action with this. I feel like if we've been able to impact even two, three people, this is more than a big W for us. Um, yeah, and so uh, it's been really unstructured, and it's been like kind of all over the place, and it's not an episode which you enjoy per se, but. Uh, I hope Which you take yeah. I hope you take something okay. away from it, you. and you stick to the kind of things yes. that you you heard and like. I don't know. Why don't you sign out, Andrew? i just been. I need to process what we just talked about.
0: You're okay. Uh, I mean, I don't have much to say, but yeah, just be there for people. Just don't make them feel worse. I guess that's the biggest takeaway, and just don't assume what's going on in someone's head. Yeah, I guess, because I don't know, I've, I haven't really experienced this kind of stuff, but I know a lot of people and it and it does shake me a lot. Like Even now, the reason I didn't really talk much is just because I was, I would say, like taken aback with That's all the, the stuff, thing. which you just, just, just said, yeah, then it, it did affect me and I don't know, I didn't really know what to say to contribute to this. So yeah, if you know someone who is going through similar stuff or even the same. The exact same. Just be there for them, or even if you can't be there for them, just, just don't make anything worse, and just try and accept them. I guess that's all. That's all. That's all you can ask. That's all I can ask for from, from someone who isn't on the on the depressed side. I guess. Yeah, or men- also, mental health issues.
2: Yeah. Uh, sorry to disturb, but also no, 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 no. all that I've said uh, is from my viewpoint. People experience it differently in their own way. So don't come at me later and say, uh, what is it? it, it mm, peop, all the people are it like this. Some people want to feel pitied, and maybe that. I've seen people who do that. Uh, There's a uh, person on a Discord server. They wanted to feel pitied, and that made them feel better in a way. It, it's it's how every each and every person is different in their own ways, right? So. It's not, I'm not generalizing. Yeah. Uh, just how yeah, this I feel, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Everyone's going to something different. Everyone has their own ways of coping. Everyone has their own different illnesses. And then we just got to accept and help.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, quite, uh, like, yeah, I guess it's lost for words, honestly. Um... So yeah, if you guys want to, uh, I don't know what to say. If you are depressed and you Yo, need if somebody you guys to want to talk to about talk, stuff. Yeah, you
0: can.
1: Yeah, just message us. Hit us. up, I guess. Um, I think we'll try our best to help you. Um,
0: you, I mean, as a company, me and I'm not do that much, honestly. We just record once in a week, so. You can, we are free, I guess. Yeah, you can hit us I'm up. I'm free, I assume, But yeah, but we are free in general, I guess. But like, we can make time for you if yeah, you want to talk to us I, about stuff.
1: Definitely. Um, but it would definitely be better yeah. for you to consult uh, with someone who you trust Search a little bit on. better. Yeah. And uh, uh, um, a psychologist go to ter- therapy. It's. I, I think people are stigmatizing therapy and making it seem like it's a really bad thing. No, it, it's just as... Just as important as visiting a doctor, like especially with lockdown, stuck being stuck at home, not being able to interact with the, your friends and stuff. I bet you're going through a lot of stuff. Just open up to a a, a counselor, a therapist, anybody, and that will and could potentially prevent uh, something like suicide from happening. So um, yeah, stay responsible, um, stay safe and uh, we'll see you guys next time uh, not quite the intro we wa- not quite the outro we wanted but uh, we'll see you nevertheless peace